You are listening to episode number 84, The Gift of Forgiveness. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey everybody, I am here with one of my friends and now more of a close (laughs) friend, um, Carla, and I had the opportunity to spend an awesome weekend in Sedona with a mutual friend of ours who is so loving. She's the glue to all of our friendships. So we had all these women from high school and from other areas of our lives coming for our friend's bachelorette party weekend. And so we're grateful for her for getting us together. And Carla and I went on an awesome hike yesterday to Cathedral Rock in Sedona. If you ever get a chance, go. It's the most awesome scenery and view at the end. And be patient with this podcast because we're in the car driving back home, so you're going to hear the road. But I'm guaranteeing you right now, if you stick with us, you're going to hear some awesome insights. So today, I wanted to share our conversation that we had on the hike. Carla, I'm seriously amazed by you. When you start listening to her story, you too are going to be like, wow, wow. (laughs) She's had some tough things happen in her life. And so when we retell stories, you know, you're, I'm like, Carla, I have to record this. She's like, no, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. (laughs) So she's agreeing to do this crazy thing and record it because I just thought it was so great what she has to say about forgiveness. So Carla, if you don't mind, I want you to tell the story to my peoples (laughs) that you told me. So we're just gonna kind of go straight into her story of how she really felt like God gave her this gift. Hi everyone, this is Carla. Like Emily said, um, we spent some time yesterday and I don't know why it just happened that forgiveness was a topic that came to our conversation. And I was telling Emily that um, we are very, very prompt to say, oh, we have to forgive. Oh, forgiveness is something that we have to do. But it's so very easy to say it and do it. And when we say, for, when we say forgive, When we talk about forgiveness, are we talking about forgiving the way that the Lord wants us to forgive or to forgive someone that, oh, I love such and such, I better forgive them or forgive people that, oh, I'm supposed to forgive them, so I'll forgive them or, oh, well, he said he's sorry, so I'm going to have to tell him that, yeah, it's okay, like if I forgave him, but I didn't, but I'm going to pretend I did. Forgiveness is something so much more than just say, I forgive you. Forgiveness is it's something that has to come from your heart, something that you have to work on sometimes for a long time before you can say, I truly, really forgive. And forgiving little things, it's so easy. Forgiving like someone didn't talk to me after church or somebody <laughs> didn't didn't acknowledge me when I did all this work for them and they didn't say thank you I'm mad at them now and then all of a sudden you're like why am I mad at this 
mad at this person I'm only just gonna forgive that oh well no forgiving the stuff that is hard to forgive for that you need a very precious gift that you can only get from God and I believe that it's a gift from God because as human beings and the way we we're wired in our brains there's stuff that we cannot forgive only with with the Lord's mercy we can forgive um, forgiving a rapist is something that people is like no I wouldn't forgive someone that rapes my daughter I couldn't forgive someone that raped me that's something that we cannot forgive those are sins that cannot be forgiven wait a minute when he told us to forgive he didn't give us a list of things that we can forgive a list of things that we're not supposed to forgive we have to forgive no matter what we are supposed to forgive and we're not talking about these other things that I told you in the beginning we're talking about raping someone is that person is that person even um, supposed to be forgiven no right, right. we're like no I'm not gonna forgive him because the, he did something unforgivable right who's the judge here are we judges or are we the ones that were ordered to forgive because he didn't he didn't um it wasn't like well maybe if you forgive it was on order we are supposed to forgive but with that order was also um with that commandment there's also a promise he's going to help us to forgive the promise is there whatever i can do I can come to him and he's going to help. Well, I was molested for many years, around five years of molestation from my grandfather. And when I, he didn't rape me completely, but I felt raped. Um, I was being molested since I can remember. I remember I was four years old and uh, waking up to to his tongue inside my mouth. Uh, it was it was awful for a little girl that is four years old being molested that way it's so so devastating you you don't know what to do where to go what to say and i didn't have anywhere else to go i didn't have anyone to tell so i kept getting molested and five years and during being molested by this person suddenly one day I kicked him I remember I got very brave and I kicked my grandfather and I told him that's it you're not you're not touching me anymore and I ran away and he stopped wow he stopped and I hated him with all my heart I I just hated that man I hated his smell I hated his laugh. I hated everything about him. But he was my my grandfather. He was my mom's dad. And my mom was an only daughter. And my mom was so proud of her father. She loved him so much. And I I couldn't tell her that, that this man that she admires, that she loves was molesting his little girl right how can i say to my mom you know what 
he's not all that thing that you think. He's molesting me. He's been touching me. He's been putting his finger where he's not supposed to put it. He's an evil man. I couldn't. So I kept it to myself for many years. What I thought it was many years, but it was just six years. When I turned 15, I did something that my mom didn't like me doing. I don't even know what it was. It was something silly. But she told me, okay, so for punishment, you have to go to church with your grandpa on Sunday. And I was like, what? Because let me tell you, my grandpa was a very Christian man. Very, very respected in church. He was well respected. Everyone thought very highly of him. And um, and I knew what he was. So I didn't want to go to church with him. What a hypocrite he was. Besides, I didn't even like church. So why would I go to church? But that's why it was a punishment. So I went to church. Well, in church that day, I listened to the message. That message that we all listened to that one first time. And I believed in the message. And that changed my life. For two months, I went to church every Sunday with this man. He was old. By then, he was in his late 80s. And, uh, no, he was about 80, 81. Uh-huh. So, anyways, um, Passover, Passover was coming. And in, in the church that I was going to, uh, we needed to wash our feet between each other. So this was a non-denominational yeah. congregation? It was a Christian non-denominational okay. congregation in Mexico. Okay. So the pastor said, the pastor of that church said, okay, we are going to, yeah, we are going to, um, we're going to take, we, we used to, uh, on Thursdays, we, that was the only time of the year on Thursday of Passover that we will drink out of the cup. But before drinking out of the cup, we needed to wash our feet. And we needed to find someone in church that we didn't that we didn't like or someone that had something against us or we had something against them and wash their feet as a um as, like a token of forgiveness. Right. Well, I was new in church and I was only 15. I didn't have anything against anybody. And everybody liked me. I was the new girl in church. So like they were like like taking care of me and inviting me places and showing me things from the scripture so everybody liked me but I knew that I had something against someone in that place uh-huh. and that happened to be my grandfather so when the pastor said that it was like really loud in my heart that the person that I needed to wash his feet was my grandfather but how am I going to wash his feet I don't even want to be close to this man he his smell was repulsive to me but then I remember that he forgave me God has forgiven me for anything and everything I have ever done in my life but I needed to forgive too and all of a sudden I just felt this need to wash his feet I have to wash his feet I'm sure that if I wash his feet, I'll forgive him. I need to forgive him so I can 
move on with my life and, and God can forgive me for whatever I've done and whatever I will do in my life. I need to forgive this man. And I'm going to do this and that's going to help. So I did. I went and I, I washed his feet. In the beginning, he didn't want me to. He's like, no, no, you don't need to do that. And I'm like, no, yes, I do. You know, I do. And he looked at me like, really? Like, I almost think that he thought that I had forgotten that what he did to me when I was a little girl. But I didn't want to mention. I didn't want to mention any of that. I just told him, you know that I know that I need to forgive you. And let me wash your feet. And I did. I got on my knees and I grabbed the towel and I just started washing his feet. And as I was washing his feet, I looked at him and I told him, and remember, I'm on the ground, on the floor, washing his feet. So I had to look up at him when I always thought that he was nothing, nobody. I was down there washing his feet and I looked at him and I told him, I forgive you. I forgive you for anything that you've done to me. And he just said thank you. And we knew that we knew what we were talking about. Nobody else knew. Yeah. But we knew. And I kid you not, Emily, when I got up, all that hate was gone. Oh my it was gone. Completely gone. I... I saw him with different eyes and I felt so much lighter. You know when you hate someone so bad or when you feel something against someone or when you have a bad boyfriend, a bad relationship and then you just let him go and you feel so much lighter. Yes. That that feeling that, oh my gosh, it's gone. It's gone. I'm free. I was free of that hate. That didn't mean that I can't remember what happened. I still remember what he did. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just didn't hate him anymore. It was gone. And I felt so much better. I felt like a new person. You know, like when you... When you receive Jesus Christ in your heart and then you get baptized and you feel like all new. Yes. I, I felt all new. Like, wow. so much lighter, so much... I felt different, like a burden had been lifted, and it was a gift from God. Wow. That gift was mine. It wasn't for him. God didn't give him that gift of being forgiven. God gave me the gift of being able to forgive. And I love that point because so many people think that forgiving someone will release them that it will exonerate them, but no. And that's something else we were talking about is that when you have true faith that God is the judge, that he will, you know, like deliver his justice, just as he delivers his mercy Yes. to someone. When you have faith and your faith is firm, yep. forgiveness will come e a little easier. Yep. He is the judge. I am not the judge. If I forgave him for what he did to me. 
I don't know if he's done it to other girls. Right. I don't know if he did it to other girls after he couldn't do it to me anymore. That's between him and God. And God will judge him for that. And I really, really hope from the bottom of my heart, because he's my grandpa, I hope that he repented and I hope that God forgave him. But if he did or he did not, that's not on me. That That's not my, my calling is not to be his judge. My calling was to forgive him for what he did to me. And I did. And the Lord is the judge. And he will judge him. Just as he will judge me for what I've done in my life. I'm already 50 years old. And I've made mistakes. I've done things that I should have done. And he's my judge. And he's also his judge. Not mine. I'm not his judge. And... I just want to say that when you when you come to understand that you're not the judge and you're also not the one that's going to read the sentence or anything you're not uh-huh. you're not involved in that No part. that's all. not that's not that's not how it works when you understand that you're not nobody's judge then it's so much easier to forgive it's 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 so much easier to understand that okay I'm not the one who's going to say it and you're being sentenced to not be loved by me for the rest of my life no, right. Because right. I didn't not only forgave him, I loved him after that. Right. I That's came to love miraculous. him. And yeah, and he didn't right. come from in that day. I'm not gonna say that when I got up, I all of a sudden felt this warm feeling for my grandpa and I loved him from then on. Right. No. You had to practice it. Exactly. But we, what I we also- kept going to church every Sunday and then one day I just felt like, oh, oh, my grandpa is not feeling right. And I went and hugged him and I go, it's okay. We can go home right now. And and then by taking care of him little by little, I just started loving on him like we're supposed to love, not out of this warm feeling. Oh, I love this person because I feel good with this person. No, you start loving on them, like taking care of people, being kind to someone. And not, then all of a sudden the feeling will come. Wow. And that's what I love is I feel like this was kind of this ceremonial um, symbol. You know, you were washing his feet. You were doing something that the Savior did that totally is in the depths of humility to wash, to wash someone's feet. And so kind of through that symbol and that ceremony of service, that's where the atonement just grabbed you and lifted you out of it and now what you're saying is to love someone again the service comes in so I think it's just an interesting point of part of that gift for you that can help anyone is it to serve somebody yes that you have problems with yes that's that's where you know you can erase the the pride of it you can erase those type of things by by serving and living like Christ would, actually doing it, not just in thought, um, I think can be a start for it at least. Yes, because remember, he commands us to love one another, right? It doesn't say, I want you to have this warm feeling for that person. No, love one another. It's not not a feeling. It's a it's an act of loving. Everybody thinks it's a feeling. It's not a feeling. It's an act of loving. <laughs> and yes, I can have feelings for Emily. She's been very kind to me. And she's been telling me, oh, you're great. You're this, you're that. Oh, I'm going to love her. I'm going to love 
the attention I'm getting. I'm going to love the, the feelings that I'm feeling from that person towards me. I'm going to love all that. No, but it doesn't say to love only the ones that loves us. We have to love one another. We have to love thy neighbor. And it doesn't say love the, the loved ones. Love the ones That's who love you. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. Then no, we gotta love the enemies. We have to love one another and even the enemies. Even that guy that that was molesting your daughter, you're gonna have to eventually forgive him and love him. Yeah, and Christ, I'm probably gonna mess this up, but in the Bible says, you know, love those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Like yep. that's see that's that's the level of, of your situation. Yes, because that's the it, the and, toughest level. Yes, and it doesn't come because oh, I'm so holy and has that word in English? Holy. holy. Yeah. I'm not holy. I'm per oh, I'm perfect. Oh, oh, I got it. I'm no. It's a gift from God. When you finally understand that, oh, I'm such a forgiven person because I am so perfect. I'm so <laughs> good at being what God wants me to be. I'm not perfect. I'm so far from perfect. I. Sometimes I've done things that I'm not proud of. But the gift from God to help me forgive people, to help me understand that it's okay. You can forgive and move on. Oh, that person needs my help? It's okay. I'll help them. It's not because I'm a nice person. It's because he gave me that gift of understanding that this is not for me to say, no, I don't want to give that person a right. I I have other things to do besides that person has never been nice to me. Why would I give him a right? No, because the Lord told me to love my neighbor, yeah. and she is that person that I'm supposed to love. Yeah. It doesn't say have good feelings towards that person. It says lover. I have to be kind to that person. That person hasn't been kind to me. It doesn't matter because he gave, he didn't give me a list of people that I can forgive, and I'm not supposed to forgive. He just said forgive one another. It's not an act, like I said, of feeling. It's an act of... It's an act. It's not a feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, it's actually a process. Yes. Act. And when you start serving that person, you start having compassion for that person. Before you know it, you're like, I forgot why I was mad at that person. Yeah, wow. Now tell us of how the gift that now you feel like you've received that right so tell us how that gift of forgiveness in other areas of your life maybe let's move to your ex-husband and we don't have to go into the story but um, in a nutshell he was not good to you uh, no when there's you, when you have a, yeah when you have an abusive husband and you stay in that relationship for a while and then you come to understand that you for your own survival you have to move away from that person you have to let go of that person no matter how much you love that person but remember you fell in love with a person that was nice and kind to you you didn't fall in love with a person that was abusive to you right but then when the person shows the true colors and he becomes abusive and and, and mean and all the nasty things that a man can be to a woman in the behind closed doors where nobody's watching yeah. it can get really ugly and and when that happens you don't want to accept that you don't love that person wow. you want to think but I love him no you loved what he 
when he was nice. You love that love. You love that attention. You love that happiness that he was providing you. You don't love this other person that is being mean to you. But you're holding on to that person because what? Because it's very hard to accept that. Wait a minute. This other person that he's showing that he's, I do not love. That would mean you would be wrong. That would mean that you'd be wrong. And the brain and doesn't want to be wrong. No. It wants to be right. We don't want to be wrong. We, how are we going to explain to our family and friends that, yeah, no, I'm getting divorced because I made a mistake. This right. wasn't right. the one. This is not what I thought it was. This is not all the things that I told you that he was. He's not. I, I lied. He's not that. It's so hard to, especially if if you just got married. I had just gotten married not too, not too long ago. And now I have to tell everyone, there was some presents still coming in the mail. And I have to tell people that he was abusive on the very first night. Wow. How can I tell people that, oops, I made a mistake. Sorry I invited you to my wedding. Sorry I made everyone buy presents for me. I'm sorry that... Uh, I didn't choose right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're like, well, maybe he'll change. Well, maybe yeah. if I, maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that, and before you know, he's doing worse things than he was doing in the beginning because he knows he can get away with it. Right, right. Well, the time comes that you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I have to walk away, and you walk away, but you're bitter. You are so right. bitter. So how do you walk away or have the forgiveness and be able to let go? Because your pride is destroyed. Yes. You know, you were wrong. He made you look. That, that's another thing is he or she, I mean, women can be abusive too. Yes. Oh, yeah. But what we're saying is how do you, you know, have the forgiveness when there was so much manipulation and maybe you were made to look terrible in front of his friends and family or or whatever the situation. Yes. So how do you take all of that and like forgive? It is it is a process. It is a process, but because remember you're fighting with the rage and the bitterness and the and the embarrassment and all that. So how are you gonna fit in there? Oh, and let me forgive you for all that. It's it's so hard. You're fighting with all these things, all these emotions going through. And if you have children with him, which thank God I didn't, but for the ones that have children, you're also fighting to. Okay, the guy's mad at you because you left, so he's not giving you money for your kids. So you're fighting to. Okay, where am I gonna live? Where I'm, I have three kids behind me, like they they're hungry. I have to feed them. So you're also fighting to see finding a job or or if you already have a job, making that money stretching the money to feed your kids so now you're mad at him because he's not helping you with the and with the financial yes, side so of the like yes you have to be forgiving for all of your life yes <laughs> so you're like, like this is continuous exactly so now you're still you're still dealing with that because even if you walk away from them you're still fighting other things that he's still doing to you so how do you forgive that you're like you have to remember when you don't have the strength to forgive someone. I know it's going to sound like, oh, there she goes again with that God thing. <laughs> but it's true. The only one that can lift you from that hole that you're in is Him. The Lord can give you that peace, that forgiveness that you need. You need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive the other person. And it sounds so overwhelming because you're fighting with all these other emotions. How am I going to fit in there 
the emotion of forgiving. Right. It's not an emotion again. It's an act. Yes. You have to remember. And I have to forgive. And until you don't forget, until you forgive, you're not going to be able to fix all the other things that you're dragging. So that's one of the very first things that I worked on was on forgiving my ex. Yeah. Way, way before I forgave myself, I forgave him. I had to have compassion for him. I had to remember, wait a minute. I am not his judge. I'm not his judge. And I start feeling compassion. I'm a daughter of God. Oh my gosh. He's going to get it. Because he made his daughter cry. He's been making all these ugly things, doing all these ugly things to me. He's going to get it. And then I start feeling like compassion. I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh, when you see the whole picture, when you see that, wait a minute, Heavenly Father is watching me and He's watching Him too. He's going to get it. And and I don't feel compassion for Him because I still love Him. Oh, when I left, I, oh my gosh, I didn't love anything on that man. Uh, but I started feeling sorry for Him because I made it out of there alive. Oh my gosh, first of all, wow. God removed me from here. I'm alive. I'm I made it out. Wow. I'm alive. He he did hurt me a little bit physically. He hurt me more emotionally. But guess what? I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. And and on all this darkness, there was a a ray of light. God reminded me that I'm his daughter. And when I remember that, I'm like, "Wait. I'm still his daughter. He hasn't left me. He's still there." I can come and cry to him. I can go and and tell him I was wrong. Oh my gosh, please pick me up. I can't. And when he picked me up, when he started opening doors for me, and I could see his hand helping me, I was like, oh my gosh. I made it out alive. God is on my side. I'm going to be okay. Then I started feeling sorry for him. And when you, when you start feeling sorry for them, that's when you're like, you know what? God is my judge and God is my father and he's helping me in a time of need. And, but he's also his father. Yeah. Heavenly father is also his father and he's going to judge him. And when the time comes, he's also going to help him. So who am I to judge him? Who am I to say, you've been mean to me, and for that reason, you're not going to make it to heaven. And for that reason, you don't deserve God's help. And for that reason, no, 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 wait a minute. No, it doesn't work that way. So, I don't know. I was praying to God to help me, and then all of a sudden, uh, I needed to do something for him that I was like, no, I'm not going to do that for him. Why am I going to do that for something for someone that was so mean to me? Yeah. It could be like, oh, you're supposed to let him watch his, see his kids on the weekends. Why are you going to let him see your kids on the weekends? He was mean to you. But guess what? You have to because those are his kids too. And then you start doing things for that person that you don't like because you've been ordered by the law or because the family is pressuring you to do it. And before you know it, you're doing things for someone that you don't like, that you're working on on trying to to um, survive 
from him what he done to you and and you're working on all the damage that he caused you and now at the same time you've been asked to do things for him yeah you're yeah. like wait what i have to drive all the way to where he's at to bring my kids what <laughs> but you know what if you just remember that you're not the judge if you can remember that God is on your side, if you can remember that He's also Heavenly's Father's Son, you can forgive. Another step that I felt like we talked about yesterday, because I kept asking you, how? How? You know, but I think is that, um, so one of the steps, just to be clear, is realizing you're a daughter of God and they are a child of God. They are. That it's not just, you, you know, that they, they do need God and his help and so to recognize that so you can start kind of there to feel the compassion yes but another thing you said is to, to let it go is you have to change the channel you have Remember, to you kept saying that you're like you have so to. explain kind of what that well because means. there's all these emotions in your head and in your heart and you're like you're thinking if if he cheated on you that's all you can think of you go to bed thinking i can't believe he did that to me i can't believe this happened oh and i remember when that happened and i remember when oh no wonder he was saying that he was going this way that's what he was and all these thoughts in your mind and that makes you get really angry and really upset and then feeling sorry for yourself how could i be so stupid and, and you start feeling all these things change it and people's like how can you change that yes you can change the channel it's like when you're watching tv and and you're watching this program like you already spent an hour on this movie and you're like well it's terrible it's a terrible movie but you. i already spent an hour so i want to see what's gonna happen right i already invest one hour of my life in this movie come on what's gonna happen in it but you know what yes you did spend an hour feeling sorry about yourself but you can change the channel yes. just start thinking of other things you are in control of yourself don't let anything or anyone tell you what you're supposed to be thinking. Yes, you're supposed to right now be in your bed thinking that you're miserable because he left you with nothing and all these ugly feelings and people laughing at you because he ran away with someone better looking or whatever. Nothing. Nothing is more important than yourself. Right now, you're supposed to feel so sorry about yourself. No, you're not. No, you're not. Get up. Get up and say, you know what? Heavenly Father is on my side. I don't need to be here feel feel sorry about myself. I do feel sorry about myself, but I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get in the shower. I'm gonna put some lipstick on, and I'm gonna go talk to my friends or whoever is right. your support system. My mom, my friends. I'm gonna take the kids to the park. Yes, I feel very sad. I don't feel like walking out the door, but my kids need to go to the park. I'll take them to the park. Before you know, God is going to put someone there to talk to you about something else. The weather yes, or yeah, anything. Yeah. Change the channel. Change the channel. Change it completely. What I love that you said is <laughs> there are those cultural pressures of thought that, oh, you are supposed to feel so sorry for yourself. You are supposed to feel wronged. You are supposed to be the victim. It's okay to lay in bed for this many days because, mm -hmm. you know, you were wronged. And it's interesting that that is a collective cultural uh, thought. It is. And so we can lean into those that exist or we can lean out and say, no, I'm not going to be part of that. I'm better than that. I'm, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change. And, and it's not useful. 
It's not. If it's not serving you, get out of that. Exactly. Because remember, you got away from that relationship because he was being mean to you. He was tormenting you. But now you're tormenting yourself. Yourself. Why? Wait, what am I supposed to keep going? You're tormenting yourself. (laughs) Why are you tormenting yourself? Now you took the power away from him and then you gave it to yourself to torment yourself? What? So... Okay, so did you like the feeling of that he that person was giving you a feeling stupid, lonely, uh, not worthy? Now, oh, you know what? I'm so used to that feeling that I'm just gonna inflict that feeling to myself. No, 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 no. Just get up, move. I don't feel like going to work. You know what? I don't feel like going to work. But it's not about the feeling. It's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to get up because I need to get up and go to work. So that's what I'm gonna do. I need to do what I have to do to move on and I'm gonna do it even if I don't feel like doing it it's and like that's when, that's it you know it it's really easier said than done like it we is. can sit here and say it is but it, it becomes a habit these it thought patterns and and that's why I have a job so if you feel like you're stuck in that sometimes you need a coach to pull you out or a therapist to pull you out of that thought pattern but it is a behavioral you know compulsive thing that all of us do in different ways and to get out of that you're never gonna feel like it it's not you know what I mean like it's yeah. not like oh I feel like just having happy thoughts and it's so easy no no it's not easy but it's simple and if you think of it, it in a simple way and it can be done it is it can be done I, I know because people say yeah it's easier said than done yeah you send it because you haven't been there I just, have just try it just I have just been there it. and trust me it is that easy it is it is it's not, like you said, it's not that easy. It's that simple. It's as simple as saying, "Nope, I am not gonna feel sorry for myself today." It's okay if I let, if I allowed myself to feel sorry about myself yesterday. Right. Don't feel bad about it. That's where you were yesterday. It's okay. But today, you can remove yourself from that and say, "Yes, I was feeling sorry about myself yesterday, and I could very, very easily feel sorry about myself today." And nobody can say, "Oh, look at her. She's feeling bad about herself." No. In fact, people's gonna say, "Yeah, I understand why you're feeling bad about yourself. You should. You went through a lot. Yeah, they'll feed no, yeah, he didn't do it. No, don't fall for that. Yeah. Yes, I have all the right to feel bad about myself. But you know what? I am not gonna feel bad about myself. If this was the last day of my life, do I want this to be the last day of my life? The feeling sorry about myself, or do I want to have a good day today? Yeah, it's interesting that that is such a component of forgiveness." Yes, it is. Because you got to let it go. You have That's to let it go. When you let go of... As, uh, if you keep feeling sorry about what he did to you, if you keep feeling mad about what he's doing to you or what he's done, you're not going to be able to forgive that person because the pain is still there. The pain is still there. You're reinforcing But when pain. you let go, like, you know what? Yes, he made a mistake and I made a mistake or he made all the mistakes. You can tell yourself whatever you want, wherever you are in your life right now. But... When you let go of those angry feelings, uh, uh, despiteful, all that, when you let go of it, then you can forgive. You, you, you can say, okay, I remove all that stupid depression, feelings, anger, that they, they didn't look stupid to me because I had, I had the right to feel them. But you know what? But they are stupid because they're making your life miserable. Right, right. And then you start gaining back the control. Yes. And you feel the freedom. The freedom starts coming in. The control starts coming in. 
and, and that's yeah, but remember you don't have the strength to do it you don't because but you have to because lean right on now god. yeah you're gonna have to lean on god and if you don't believe in god i feel so sorry for you but you do you do you do need him you do need him okay let's say that you do believe in god but you feel like you're not worthy right now of god because you did this or you did that it doesn't matter you're not the judge what makes you say that you're not worthy you stop judging yourself stop judging that because that's what we're doing we're judging yourself oh i'm not worthy of god to look at me right now really who called you the god who named you the god god who named you the judge who said from now on you're gonna be your judge you're not your judge it's only god so stop feeling that you're not worthy you are worthy of his help so just bend on your knees because you don't have any more strength to get up from from where wherever that person left you just send an email you know and i'm not saying email i'm saying knee as your knees oh knee mail knee mail get on it. your knees and talk to god and said i can't get up i'm gonna need your help yeah. and it's so hard to say i need help yeah and yeah. and that's why we don't go to therapists that's why we don't ask for counselors because it's so so embarrassing to need say i need help but we need help when we're left with nothing we need help one thing i wanted to end on was (laughs) during our hike carla kept saying well i'm god's favorite it's because i'm god's favorite (laughs) and i was able to get through this because i'm god's favorite like, I tell them a little bit about that and, and how we can have that same mindset. Like, she asked you, she asked me, don't you think that you're God's favorite? And I was like, ah, uh, um, uh, maybe sometimes. I don't know. Like, I want to feel like that more. So tell us how we do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's a, it's faith, faith that he's there. Faith that when I needed help, he's the one who helped me because if you don't have that faith, like let's say you don't have food in your pantry, which one time I didn't, and and my home teacher, which happens to be the president of the Relief Society, came to visit me, and she saw that I didn't have anything to offer. I I didn't have anything, and and all of a sudden that night I had two members of the church delivered food at my door, and they didn't even knock on my door. They just left two boxes of food there, and then. When I opened my door, there was the food right there. And and if you don't have faith, you can say, oh, it's because so-and-so saw that I didn't have food. And, oh, thank you for thank you for sending me food. Thank you for seeing the need and sending me the food. Yes, you have to thank them. That's true. They sent, they sent you the food. But if you have faith, you're going you're gonna to understand that it's Heavenly Father who sent you the food. And little things like that, little by little, you're like, oh, God sent me this. Oh, God opened this door. Oh, God gave me this job. And when you start giving him the the, credit, credit, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, how how many things can he do to you before you're like, wow, he's doing all these things. I must be his favorite. Because he's doing all these things for me. Sometimes I don't even ask for them because I'm too busy on my daily stuff and I forgot to pray or I don't want to pray because I don't feel worthy of praying or whatever. But then you go find you go for the job interview and then you get a call. You got the job. 
or be, you don't even have to step out of that office before they tell you you got the job can you start tomorrow and when you give the credit to God and you keep adding all these little things in your life that have been given to you and you give them all this credit to God then you're like how can I not be his favorite he's doing all these things for me yeah. I must be the favorite but I'm not the only favorite you want he makes you feel that you're the favorite but all of us are his favorite because remember you're his little girl he created you he formed you he nurtured you until you were able to come out of mommy's womb right and then after that he helped you learning how to talk learning how to eat yes your parents help you but he helped you right so he's been forming you he created you and then he's been forming you until what i am right now and even in the trials forming you yep and lifting me up and yep. being there when i think that nobody's here i'm in this dark room nobody knows that i'm here laying just crying and crying feeling like nothing he's there he's just waiting for you to see that he's right there if you could just see that he's there waiting for you to say Okay, okay, Heavenly Father, pick me up because I can't see. I can't lift this rock off my back. I can't. He will do it. And then you're like, if he's done it for me, he'll do it for him too one day. One day he's going to repent from all the stuff that he's doing. And he's going to forgive him because he's also his son. Or maybe he won't repent. You know, that's not Or maybe he won't. But I'm not his judge. Exactly. Exactly. That's not our responsibility. That's not. That's not our... So, but when you think of that, when you think like, wow, he lift me up. Right. He forgave me. He helped me get out of this. He helped me get out of that. He will help up one day too because he's also his son. Yeah. So, I, I just forgave him. It was just like, I forgive you. You know what? I had that conversation with him. But even if you cannot have the conversation with a person or the person already passed away. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah. You can still forgive them. Yes. You can still say, I forgive you. Not because I'm releasing him of that wrong that he did. But he, he did it. He did that wrong. Right. He will it's pay for release. that. Yeah. Yes. But I'm not going to tell him how much it is. I'm not going to tell him when but he's going to pay. you're not going to pay for it. I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to sit in my house feeling sorry about my... I'm not going to pay for what he did wrong. And that's what I'm doing by letting myself get depressed, and feeling yep. feeling embarrassed or feeling angry. I'm paying. Yes. By, by letting all these emotions in me, I'm paying for what he did wrong. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Great point. Okay, everybody. So, you're God's favorite. Yes, you are. <laughs> you got to see his hand everything in your lives as you focus on that and what I love about Carla is that she has that focus because you you've had a lot of tough things that have happened in your life Um, not many have had that many um, horrible things let's be honest of what has happened but you still feel like you're God's favorite you know you still feel your focus is so centered on his hand rather than on what went wrong or what happened to you or or any of that i i just love it i love where your focus is and thank you so much for being willing to share such intimate details from your life because that's hard you go back to the experience a little bit but i know it will help 
people and I really hope that it helps you guys and so everybody have a wonderful day and um yeah that's it from us so talk to you next time thank you really bye thank you so much for listening today come on over and visit me at coachemilysanchez.com don't forget to subscribe and as always make it a great day